Okay, we're gonna talk about cover art. Cover art. It's really important in romance, I mm-hmm. think more so than other genres. Agreed. So let's talk about different types of covers. We got the historic clinch covers. The historic clinch covers. Where we got somebody on a rocky shore in like a silk bustier with the wind blowing. Fabio holding them all tight. When you think about a romance novel cover, this is what you imagine. Mm -hmm. And I... Super here for it. Most of them were hand painted back Mm -hmm. in the day and they were able to alter features like making Fabio a brunette which happened a lot even though nobody wants to talk about it. The elephant in the room. Yeah, Fabio was turned brunette. Yeah, and there are some significant covers. The original cover of Flowers from the Storm has a muscly guy holding out a bouquet of flowers. Mm. No heroine in sight. Mm. That's actually another one. There's the clinch cover which we just talked about but then there's like the secret cover where you have the house or like the dark manor or like the tree. And And then a very horny stuff back. Yeah. And you're like, Sarah McLean has a recently very horny step back for Brazen and the Beast. Brazen and the Beast. Which we posted about on our Instagram, all the reasons we loved that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the secret step back is so such a great cover. I think about Beast by Judith Ivory. Mm-hmm. The step back hero looked nothing like the hero in the book, but Super true. this very like elegant, big, high contrast, text centric cover. Mm-hmm. And then on the inside, you know what you are. You know what you are. Lots of Lisa Claypost novels have the kind of like country estate scene. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Lorenz and Julia Quinn also have a ton of estate scenes, like yeah. a house in recess. And then step back. <sighs> oh, shirtless. Does a lot of that Open. have to do with like Kmart putting limitations on what they would put on their shelves? I think that's certainly part of it, selling in supermarkets so that you don't get put behind something that's like, oh, you're not suitable for children. We have to sell you where Maximum Playboy are. But I also think like it has to do with Someone would pick up a book called The Vow yeah, with a house in recess, but they maybe wouldn't pick it up if there was a guy shirtless, like uh, about to finger a lady doctor. Yeah. If you get to the point where you're looking for the step back, you found the book you want. Yep. If you find a step back, you found the book you want. Yep. Now let's talk about the mix em up. Mm-hmm. The books that when you think of romance novel, it's not what you picture. Talking about cartoon covers, we're also talking about Adirondack chairs. <sighs> okay, where do you want to start? Because I think they move in two different directions that also then braid. Adirondack chairs. But what is there to say about Adirondack chairs? They're described as beach reads, but they are romances. But they're not because they don't always end in an HEA. For example. Lots of Nicholas Sparks end in tragedy. Well, Nicholas Sparks isn't a romance writer for a lot of reasons. Not the least of which he's an asshole. I'm thinking about your girl, Jennifer Weiner. Debbie Maycomer. Debbie Maycomer. I just think the Adirondack chairs on traditional romance novelists is the same thing as the recessed estate house from the 90s. Without the step back. Exactly. It's that kind of like dog whistle. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Totally. And then cartoon covers. That's a new dog whistle. It is, but it's not quite enough of a dog whistle. And I think it's really interesting because I think it's smart and canny and sort of mean marketing ploy on the part of publicists (laughs) that says, hey, non-traditional romance readers, you really liked Notting Hill. (laughs) I bet you'd read that book, though. And 
You maybe wouldn't read it in public or anywhere or have it in your house if it looked like a traditional clinch cover. Yeah. You don't want a clinch cover. So we didn't give you a clinch cover. We gave you something that's super palatable. Kiss quotient. They are clinching each other, but they're two little cartoon characters. And there's like a paper airplane and like a fucking division sign. Mm -hmm. So I think once upon a time in winter, December, Mm -hmm. I've seen lots of people unselfconsciously reading that book on the train who are not like me and the other 40 year olds who are reading our Joanna Lindsay's. Yeah, or Red, Right, and Royal Blue. That's uh, a, it's a gorgeous cover, by the way. But it's pulling for the traditional chiclet market that says, this book might not be the thing that you think it is, and you'll probably like it. And the Ease thing- up, Dustin. It's not for you. <laughs> right. But it is for everyone who's not a Dustin. Oh, fuck Dustin. The thing that I have a hard time with the cartoon covers is like there's absolutely no way to read heat into it because they all look like sweet romances. None of them look like steamy. That's there's, true. There's nothing to indicate in the hating game that this is a novel with a very intense penetrative sex scene. Yeah. If you look at a clench cover and it makes you like tingly, a little blush, decide if that feels good or not. And then you can decide if you want the cover or not. That language is kind of lost in the cartoon covers. It's not kind of lost. It's like totally lost. Oh, it's totally lost. Yes. And like, that's just my lady soft talk coming out. (laughs) That's okay. I just kind of sort of, I don't know. What do you think? I believe. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And so in this way that I think that the cartoon covers are working in a sort of nakedly capitalistic move to make romance more palatable. Yeah, to, to make, be like, you this can read is this. a thing to be embarrassed of. That's why we've made it less embarrassing. Right? It's like, look at how fun and cute this is. It's like the Spanx of novel covers. <gasps> it's the Spanx of romance novel covers. It's like, I'm a size eight. <laughs> Let me take these off. I'm actually my real size. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Now I have even more feelings about these <laughs> fucking cartoon <laughs> covers. It's like, no, it's fine. You can totally pee through a weird you can't and it's always going to smell a little bit like urine and you're going to be smelling it and then you're going to be worried that everyone's smelling it but your stomach is flat that's what matters no one can tell what your body really looks like because no one should be able to tell what your body really looks like nobody should be able to tell that's bullshit it is bullshit that's why I don't like the cartoon covers I think they're cute and whatever but I think they're cute in like a movie trailer for 10 seconds before you introduce me to like Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo it means a lot to me personally that Beverly Jenkins is still doing hand-painted clench covers. Agreed. Because I'll tell you what is not satisfying and it's the photograph of the woman wearing a David's Bridal Bridesmaid's dress or the photograph of a man chin to his navel just showing his abs. I want to see faces. Faces are beautiful. Faces help me feel a human connection. And also, like, it's not nice. It's not nice to partially decapitate a human being on a cover. Oh, I think men can handle it. Well, you know what? Quality is different from egalitarianism. It is. Thank you for making that point. And uh, I always say men should be grateful that we're seeking out equality. Yeah. And not egalitarianism. Totally. I guess that's the mean part of me where I'm like, I don't need to see your face. I need to see your deep V and like your chin butt. To be honest, like a deep V and a chin butt as a human being who like lives in a world with other human beings and has met people with a deep V and a chin butt. Mm -hmm. Not interested. I mean, I'm not like interested, especially since the chin butt that got me going as a youth 
was Ben Affleck's. And now I know what's on the opposite side of that chin butt. <laughs> Dragon tattoo back. The phoenix tattoo rising from the ashes. I'm like, oh, everybody said the thing about the chin butt. And now it's true. Yeah. If a man is incredibly in shape, it's a big part of his life. It's a huge part of his life. And think about all of the other things that that time and energy is replacing. Totally. And I'm not interested. Not interested. But sort maybe of. if he had a face. Sure. If he had a face. But I think the cartoons sort of allied that point too, where it's like we've made soft or made palatable all of the sharp edges. Mm, yeah. And like we've painted over the actual titillation. Yeah. There's no way for you to be attracted to or repulsed by or indifferent to these strange cartoon men because <laughs> we focus just, group them into nothingness. They're just a collection of shapes. Yep. And that's the other thing. Like none of these cartoon characters are like they're not even like Archer or Bob's Burgers. They're like you no, know. They don't even have like dark lines. Yeah. They've been like focus grouped into like <laughs> palatability. There's also something like that the cartoon covers are trying to be witty mm-hmm. because they're trying to go for this like quote unquote women's literature market that says that women's literature has a lot of overlap in the Venn diagram of romance. We can really capture these numbers as long as they don't feel uncomfortable reading it in public or for book group, right? The hating game you can suggest to your book group, but you maybe couldn't suggest Brazen and the Beast based on that cover because someone would be like, I don't read romance. And it's like, bitch, please, you totally read Knights and Rodanthe. I'm like a Debbie Maycomb or whatever, whatever. There's also something about Brazen and the Beast which I love the cover mm. that is the font choices that Sarah McLean has that are so sophisticated and punchy it's like a new level of sophistication that I actually find interesting mm-hmm. like doing different things with the fonts is actually interesting but if I wrote a romance novel I would want a three texture cover I would mm. want a hand painted scene mm. I would want it three dimensional raised title you know like I would go all in on the cover I mean I, I like don't- what Sarah McLean's doing but it's still different yeah Yeah. And I mean, I totally agree with you on all of that. Johanna Lindsay, though, it's like you put like a delicately placed national bestseller on like the fucking flexing glute of a model. And I'm like, I know what you are. I know who you are. And you just putting it out there. It's we're not gonna take it. I'm sitting on the fucking train. You know where I stand. Yeah, I do. And I'm like, I want to be your friend. You brazen. (laughs) Truly, you brazen beast. Mm. Yeah, I think that's another type of cover. This like current moments I idea of like what makes a historical cover and is actually a David's bridal like (laughs) it's also they're hiring parts models Mm -hmm. which is telling so a parts model is someone who like super cultivates a certain part of their bodies hands bosoms neck and jaw decolletage abs calves feet as opposed to like being a total model and parts modeling makes sense for stuff like if you want to sell a watch or some soap you know Mm -hmm. or a pair of shoes like parts modeling makes sense but romance novels are telling like a whole story about whole people so the idea of using a parts model for that feels like particularly offensive to me Hmm. I'm less offended by the parts especially if it's a man I have a hard time if like there's a man and a woman or like two people and they're half their heads are cut off and they're like facing each other and it's like all I can see is like lips all the way down to pelvis if there are two of them I'm less inclined if it's like just 
just dude i'm like cool that's my jam but like again with this like like objectification that's cool that's cool and that's not true i do like some objectification and like we all get like our things right like i'm into a washboard ab and chin because like i feel like men can take it and that's (laughs) what i'm at but like the thing that i have with these cartoon covers is like they feel like the beginning part of a James Bond movie. Yeah. Where it's like, nothing's real. Here we get to listen to a cool or terrible song and we get to watch basically naked women dance around in high heels. And its only purpose is to tell us we're about to see something cool. Right. (laughs) It's like not even like sexy or like whatever. It's just like, you're about to see something neat or cool or like, look at this. It's all spiraling into each other. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I kind of feel like, especially these cartoon novels are sort of trading on is like this very 1960s like and I'm like what am I watching what am I reading this is a non sequitur but then it's like you know there's like the hating game is like oh like you know my breasts are aroused around you and I'm like whoa cartoon cover you can say breasts you can say nipple you can say penis there is something about like having an, an illustration that is so inoffensive it could be on a children's book it's like oh Oh. and that's what I mean about the heat where it's like if I'm a human being who does not enjoy a steamy romance I could pick up the hating game and literally not know that there is a penetrative sex scene or several other very hot sex scenes can I ask a question sure to my ignorance throwback what delineates steamy romance a steamy romance has at least two potentially even three penetrative sex scenes a sweet romance only has kissing not even a fade to black in most cases so one or more penetrative sex scenes equals steamy and then there's like everything in between it's a low bar one penetrative sex scene constitutes steam i feel like maybe it's like page count at that point so there's sweet and then there's like what i would call like middle of the road and then there's like steamy and then there's erotic and like erotic is like every like you know it feels like romance follows a formula in so many ways that there should be like a really clear spectrum for this right i mean maybe i don't know enough about it because i don't actually read that many sweet romances i've read like three we have an amish romance to read we have an amish romance to read whoa that'll be a good time but there are other sweet romances like do we save it for easter (laughs) pentecost comes before easter we could definitely read it for that let's do it for the pentecost romance is pentecost spectacular i'm just saying one of the things that's hard and like i imagine and like i have friends who don't enjoy steamy romances that like want a sweet that like you could pick up the hating game like i could give this to a 14 year old and be like you might like this it's like oh shit maybe a little too adult for a 14 year old Dough. I think it's fine for a 14 year old. I mean, the hating game is, but there are some others that I'd feel like, whoa, we need to have a chat. Oh, yeah. Some of them get weird. And like, if you don't know, like, okay, this is weird, you might think it's normal. Yeah. And that's not cool. Right. And that's my problem with cartoon covers is like the play for quote unquote women's lit or book group demographic mm. pulls romance out of its deliciousness. And kind of makes it like a consumable product, like a widely consumable product, which it's always been, but just like... It makes it like Froyo. Yeah, it makes it like Froyo. It makes it like Froyo. Like, it's not not, ice cream. It's not ice ice cream. cream. But like, it's a cold treat. It's a cold treat. Difference of like 20 calories. (laughs) 
It's also you're gonna realize not as good. Not as good. Not as good. Just get the clinch covers. I want the clinch covers back so bad. Me I think too. it would be like, you know what? Do you know what would really say fuck the patriarchy? Clinch covers. Unashamedly reading clinch covers on public transit in the chambers of the Supreme Court. In the halls of the Senate. One in four books published in America are romance novels. Yeah. Why? And also, if more people read romance novels, meaning men, they would like them. Every straight guy we have had on this show has liked the romance novel they've read. Yes. Go figure. Imagine that. They're good books. Isabel. Morgan. We need to get our dates. We do. On this show. We've we talked do. about it for a long time. We need to do that. I also think Nick and Claire should record an episode together. Oh, I would love that. If you think your man needs to read a romance novel, don't give him a cartoon cover. Make him read that clinch cover. Make him read that clinch cover. Make him read Flowers from the Storm. Make him read Defy Not the Heart. Allow him. Give him the privilege and the honor. Let's see what he says. See what he says. Have a conversation. Human beings love wish fulfillment. Mm, Isn't that true? (laughs) We made two versions of Miracle on 44th Street and four Jurassic Parks. (laughs) No shit. They have all their Indiana Joneses. Nine and they Star show Wars those films on TV all the time. You know what they don't show on TV enough? Romancing the Stone. You know what we should watch? Romancing the Stone. So there we are. We are going to ask you on social media: Do you want to fuck, marry, kill? The following three types of covers: one, cartoon; two, clinch; three, Adirondacks chairs. Adirondacks. Slash recessed estate house. Slash recessed estate house. It's like no people, just place. You know what? Let's do a wild card. Abs only. Mm. Abs only. All right. So those are going to be your four choices. We're going to do it on Twitter. We're going to do it on Instagram when this episode comes out. We will do it as promptly as possible. But uh, we're excited. FMK. FMK. And with that, loveys. Loosen those stays. But never your principles. Mwah. Mwah. Whoa, indeed. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Womance. All editing and music is done by Nick Gravelin. Our logo is by Mary Reichman. And our webmistress is Jane Bonzak. They're the best. Feeling woeful about having to wait a whole week for more Womance? Well, cheer up, Buttercup. You can creep or connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, or our website. Our webpage is womancepod.com. If you prefer to be more verbose and or direct, why not send us an email? We're womancemail at gmail.com, and we can't wait to hear from you. In the meantime, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast listening app. Until next week. <laughs>